we saw a very promising horse yesterday in an action-packed rosebud. Zuccarino was very willing going between runners and had to get the job done. Trainer John O'Shea on the line. John, good morning. Morning, Ray. Morning, Dino. Hey, congratulations with yesterday's win. And I said to Dino earlier, about the 200-metre mark, there was five three-year-olds across the track. There wasn't a lot of space between them. A bit of bumping and everything going on. So if Zuccarino hadn't have won, you would have made a case he was a touch unlucky, John. Yeah, I think so, Ray, because he, you know, he had to bulldog his way out and uh, just uh, had an unimpeded run from about the top of the straight to the furlong. But when he got out, he, he really attacked the line and you know, it would have been a tragedy, I think, if he had got beat. Um, he'd be a horse that when he does get in a fast run race and gets a bit of fresh air, mm. uh, I think he'll be you know, even better again. So he's made dramatic improvement from his first up win and you know, just natural improvement going into his next run. He, he, he's going to be a really nice horse. John, when you look at the replay, which I did uh, again last night, Spaceport looked to have had the race won and, and Zuccarino was struggling to get a run. Yeah, mate. And I think, um, you know, had all his momentum stopped as well. So, you know, uh, he really only sprinted up a furlong, you know, and he, he's got a real will to win, you know, mm. like there's plenty of horses in our stable that, you know, probably can gallop as quick or if not a bit quicker than him at home. But the difference with him is that, you know, when it comes to uh, the crunch time, he puts his hand up and, and really has a desire to hit the line. Yeah, he showed that yesterday, didn't he, John? Because then we've got to remember, it was only his second start. He really wanted to take that gap and attack the line. So that's great. How has he pulled up? And yesterday you weren't sure of immediate plans for him. Is the Golden Rose in the back of your mind, John? Uh, it would be very hard, Ray, to get there. You know, first preparation, fifth yeah. start. Um, so I think we'll just go through the natural program in terms of, uh, you know, getting to uh, maybe go next week to the San Domenico. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, you know, just let him tell us, you know, when he runs out of gas, we'll, we'll think about it then. I was reflecting back, the last time I had a similar sort of horse was, you know, uh, racing to win. I think he went into the, the Golden Rose's fourth career start and uh, but I'd given him a month between runs, sort of going into it. So yeah, there's a few things to consider going into it. I think he ran by memory second to paratroopers. My memory is that that'd be right, John. He did, and yeah. I, I think if I'd have had my time over again, I may have just given him a little trial in the in the you know the month leading up to it, and may well have been a difference. You know? Yeah, um, it's so hard to put a ceiling on a horse who's had two starts, but everything he you didn't push him as a two-year-old and. Uh, in hindsight, that might be the makings of this horse long-term. I, I think so, Ray, because, uh, you know, during the autumn here in Sydney, obviously they raced on heavy 10 tracks, and I just didn't think it was, you know, worthwhile putting him to the sword in that respect. Uh, and, and we just cuddled him and trialled him and turned him out, brought him back in the early part of the winter and with a view to giving him a run as a two-year-old. Um, so, you know, I, I think that it probably in long-term it'll, it'll pay... Uh, dividends to the ownership group. Exactly. Hey, John, Group 1 racing starts next Saturday at Royal Ramwick. It's the Winx Stakes, Mean, Silver Shadow, etc. Um, we have many runners in the first, what's the unofficial start of the Spring Carnival, isn't it, really, next weekend? Yeah, well, we'll run Benno in the in the Winx, and uh, and we'll have some nice uh, runners on the day, Pizarro and Jale and a few other bits and pieces. So, um, yeah, it's the start of the carnival and uh we're really really looking forward to it right so we're hoping for a little bit of good weather in the next mm. few months with you and uh i think some 
sort of exciting racing, uh, you know, wonderful prize money, great horses, and just a really good time to be involved in the industry. Yeah, and Benno's such a nice horse too, isn't he, John? With so much upside, the Derby play getter and uh, I think you told me you're probably looking more towards a Metroc program this year rather than a Cups campaign, and maybe the Cups in 2023, is that... The likelihood. Yeah, I think, Ray, I think, uh, you know, like the encouraging thing yesterday to see David Payne's horse who ran sixth in the Derby yes. come out to do such a good job first mm-hmm. up. So, sort of, you know, give credibility to the Derby form. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think if we just give him a nice light prep this year, uh, season him up over the next 12 months and, and give consideration to uh, the Cups next season. It's funny, we just had David Payne on earlier. He said exactly the same thing. Probably he did the same thing with Montefilia last year. Went to the Metrop. Uh, did go to the Caulfield Cup with her, but not to the Melbourne Cup. But he's going to do the same thing with Raging Bull. Metrop this year and Cups long term. But you're right, it did sort of frank that, that derby form from autumn. Yeah, no, I think it's a good race, Ray. And, you know, obviously those the first three across the line really cleared out from the others. So uh, we were a bit obviously disappointed on the day to run into a horse of Hitotsu's ability, but, you know, still we've got a nice horse going forward. John, did your optimism for the Cowboys slip ever so marginally yesterday after their loss to the Roosters? Yeah, I think so, Dino, because obviously there's two sides that, you know, on paper both South and, and the Roosters have just got such enormous strength and quality on paper, and, and now they're starting to produce that on game day. And uh, so it was a bit of a challenge for us yesterday, irrespective of the week. And um, and we probably, you know, we come up a little short. So uh, the, the the thing for us, if we can hold two and and uh, play a couple of home semis, will obviously play will help us immensely. But if we've got to travel, come down here and play the Roosters and, and South away from home, it's going to be making it extremely difficult early in the finals. It's a really valid point, John. Yeah. If you can get that home, yeah, final, home final up there in Townsville, we all know. Our clubs yeah. hate going up there to play them. If you can get that game in North yeah. Queensland, that's an incredibly big advantage. Well, particularly, you know, as the semi-finals, you know, they're in you know late August, September, and it's starting to get hot up there now. So mm. it's just a it's a completely different ball. I mean, it's, it's warm enough during the winter, but you know, when we're getting into September, it's starting to get pretty warm up there, and it's a big advantage for us. You know. Yeah, and if you can get a a win in week one, obviously you go straight to week three and you're one win away from a grand final. Always easier to think about things before the event, but at least the Tigers, at least sorry, the Cowboys are giving themselves a chance, John. They're right in the mix. Hey, John, congratulations with Zuccarino yesterday. He's an exciting horse going forward. He's right in the mix of the big three-year-old races and, and best of luck with the coming spring carnival. Guys, always a pleasure to talk to you. And, and if I could just pass on my condolences to the Green family, the most tragic circumstances and... I can tell you uh, it's rocked everyone in North Queensland uh, and, uh, you know, the whole rugby league community in the most tragic circumstances John, in yeah, recent times, yeah, you know. Well said, John. John, without getting too personal, did you have much to do with, with Paul Green? No, I, I, I met him on the odd occasion, um, mm. only Ray, uh, you know, so I, I didn't know him personally but extensively, but uh, it's just so tragic to think that someone is in such despair that they... Mm would want to leave their children and wife and, and you could only imagine the pain he must have been in. So, mate, it's just, a, it's, just it's rocked everyone, you know. So, um, I speak to, I've actually got a football uh, reunion next week and uh, I was speaking to a few of the boys there last night, you know, all still live up there and, and they just can't believe it, you know. So, uh, 
it's just it's a very tragic. Yeah, no one can believe it. It, it is. It, it is horrific news. Hey, look, John, on that note, we'll leave you. But look, congratulations again with Zuccarino yesterday. Best of luck with the Cowboys and um, very best of luck going into the Spring Carnival. Uh, it's going to be a fantastic spring, Ray, mm. and uh, we look forward to seeing you throughout the thing. And we might even get the Bulldog to the races there one day. Trying to no convince him. Is there a, a little uh, tricky private suite out there you can slip into, John, with a little bit of a couple of prawns and some <laughs> crown lagers or something? Valandis cut. Bulldog, you'll make the Valandis cut in the chairman's room there one day for sure. I might get, uh, I might have a few Best couple of extras and start sledging you. <laughs> Best seat in the house. <laughs> There's a long list, Bulldog. There's a long list. You'll get your line, brother. I can wait. It'd be so funny to see Bulldog in the chairman's lounge, wouldn't it, John? <laughs> you'll have to push Buzz out of the way. You'll have to push... Oh, Buzz will be there for me. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Snout in the trough. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. It's welcome in the press room. I, you know what? I'm more comfortable in the outer, right? Thank you. Way. That's where I prefer to be. <laughs> hey, good on you, John, and um, thanks so much. We'll talk during, during the carnival for sure. Always a pleasure, boys.